Hello, fitness enthusiasts. I'm Sin with Mind Your Matters Redefining Fitness Podcast at SAS Factor Fitness. And I'm here with you in this community where we are redefining fitness for ourselves to reconnect with self, increase energy, fulfill fitness potential, and restore the athlete within. While most of society has been conditioned to think that fitness is about food and exercise, what you are and are not eating, what specific exercises you're doing and how often, where you fall on some chart and how you look in a pair of shorts, you're different. You tuned in to a podcast called Redefining Fitness because you know that food and exercise are important, but you're not putting yourself in a state of constant deprivation and overtraining to reach an arbitrary goal. And I say arbitrary because many people's fitness goals are not designed for them as individuals, but instead for a general ideal everyone is trying to meet. You understand that exercise and nutrition have their place, but real fitness is much more than that. And even though you're entering into a community of like minds knowing these things, maybe you haven't quite figured out how to put it all together and apply it practically to experience the fitness gains you wish for yourself. So, in this podcast, We're gonna talk a bit about what I believe are the three building blocks to forming a fitness foundation. It's an introduction to the strategies, tools, habits, and mindset I adopted and incorporated into my life to regain my fitness. It's also a way to help you shift perspective to create healthy relationships with self, others, food, and exercise to restore optimal movement and function in your body and to connect to something bigger to keep you focused when life gets rough. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a former competitive athlete who after 20 plus years turned weekend warrior with an appetite for endurance sports and obstacle course racing activities, cause that was cool. And I'm also a first responder and I've been for more than two decades. But over the last several years, I've been plagued by recurrent injuries, lingering pain, high demands on my time from career and caregiving responsibilities, all of which made staying active on a training plan and otherwise fit incredibly difficult. I experienced sporadic periods of condition and routine, often interrupted by a new injury or crisis of some sort, and I found myself wondering how to get out of the cycle. So I did what most people do these days. I turned to Google and I tried to internet search my way to a solution. And I found what you've likely found out as well. That most people think if they just knew a little bit more about superfoods or the right supplements or which days are best for lifting which body part at what time of the day, that everything would suddenly fall into place and their health and fitness situation would turn right around. But we know better. We've eaten all the right foods and avoided the other foods. We've implemented training several days a week, but we just aren't seeing the results the way we know we should by now. And we've been searching for something more. And around this time in my search is when I became a certified personal trainer with specialty in corrective exercise and fitness nutrition and a CrossFit certified level one trainer. And I put all that together, my formal training, my background in competitive sports, my job, and what I had found in my own experiences put it together and I made some progress, but something was still missing. And when I talked about it to people, these well-intentioned people in my life that love me so much gave rational reasons 
why the results seem harder to come by and kind of gave me some excuses to get out. You're getting older and difficulty making gains is a part of it, they'd say. You have a family, so of course you can't work out like you need to, they'd explain. And you've got a demanding career, which you have to prioritize to make money and provide for yourself and your family, they reasoned. They gave me these and all the other justifications we've all heard so many times that make sense and sound good on the surface. But deep down, you can feel those reasons aren't the real barriers, and there's more inside of you trying to get out. And all of that comes with a level of guilt and shame for wanting more, for having the audacity to want to pour into yourself as much as you pour into other people and other things. And you don't want to look vain or selfish or lazy to other people for having tried or for being unable to figure it out. But I'll tell you what, no one should have to feel poorly about wanting more for themselves, especially when the result would mean being in a position to better pour into your relationships, your family, to play with your children and grandchildren, and to live a more fulfilling life. And I understand that feeling. For more than a decade, I was in the pain injury recovery cycle. You know the one, where you keep pushing yourself and engaging in the activities you want to, even though your body is resisting and telling you to stop. You experience a great deal of pain during or afterward, and eventually end up injuring yourself from overuse. Yeah, overuse. Because you can reduce your activity and still have an overuse injury if the reduction isn't what you needed for your body in that moment. So you get benched by your body and end up sitting on a couch or laying in bed, sad, hurt, and frustrated before mustering up the energy to get out and get moving again without having properly addressed whatever issue is nagging you only to experience pain and get injured again. And the cycle repeats. Have you been there before? I have quite a few times. And for me, it got so crazy at one point that the rigors of work had me in that cycle. So I wasn't even making it out the door for fun anymore. And I hated that place. Now, like I said, I'd been a competitive athlete throughout college and well into my 30s before entering into a profession that placed high demands on the body. And I was able to keep up my fitness and activity level even after my first few injuries at work and the demands that work placed on my time. But with each passing year, I struggled more and more with reoccurring injury and lingering pain. And that was the thing that kind of made that excuse about getting older really settle in and feel like maybe this is it for me. But I knew that that wasn't the thing. And I think you feel that too. And maybe you've had this experience where people start looking at you funny for wanting to keep trying and for not having figured it out yet. And meanwhile, we end up suffering alone, inside battling injuries, the roller coaster weight loss, weight gain of the same 20 to 25 pounds, exhaustion and frustration without experiencing any real results. We have less energy to spend time doing the things we truly enjoy, being with friends, family, out in nature. Our work sleep cycle becomes more and more disrupted and it interferes with our ability to be active during the day and to take care of our responsibilities. And for me, that responsibility was caring for my ill and aging and very active parent on top of the things I had going on for myself. It wasn't until I was 60 pounds overweight, in constant pain, unable to get up from sitting without effort and making grunting noise, the kind where people look at you and ask if you're okay, 
and I was barely able to walk from my bed to the kitchen without hunching over that I said, enough is enough. I looked at the cycle I was in, what I knew about fitness, and I wanted to know why I kept cycling between doing all the things and then absolutely nothing. I felt defeated, depleted, and depressed. And I was sitting on my couch and I just kind of screamed out in frustration and pain, why is this happening to me? And why won't what I've always done work anymore? And then I heard it, that still small voice inside, the one that always knows. And when you listen, never leads you astray. And it said to me, because your knowledge and drive aren't the issue. And I knew in that moment that not just my body, but my mindset and my spirit needed help too. There was a level of unrest and conflict within me that had been blocking my path and I needed to fix it for the rest to flow. What I did next, I didn't have a name for yet, but I went all the way back to basics, beyond traditional models of exercise and nutrition that are meant for the masses. And I really took a look at me, my situation, how I felt, what life factors played a role in my energy and pain levels, what injuries I needed to focus on really getting properly healed before I started lifting, running, or whatever thing I thought looked like training. And when I put all of that together and looked at those things honestly and gave them the respect they deserved and started working through them instead of ignoring them and pushing them to the side, something magical happened. I started making progress. Now, I want to share with you the process that worked so well for me and for others who were open to make the journey through their situations with me. But before I get into it, I want you to think about your situation. I mean, really dive into it. It's just you and no one's in your head. So take the gloves off and be really honest with yourself. What's standing between you and what you know you need to do? What pain or injury do you have lingering that you haven't addressed? And what time limits are you afraid to tinker with out of guilt for not being there for someone or something else, like your job or kids or spouse? And what thoughts or ideas are leading you to believe that you've passed your prime and real fitness is beyond your reach? Whatever the answers are, there is a way to address and overcome barriers to your progress but it will take effort and honesty with yourself. And I can help if you're open to it, using the three building blocks for forming a foundation of fitness, your mind, your body, and your spirit. An issue in any of these areas will impact the others and make progress way more difficult to attain and sustain. Now, it is possible to push and force and power through, but why overexhaust yourself? especially if you're already exhausted, depleted, and at the end of your rope. Who wants to add to the effort needed already? Why not put that last bit of energy you've mustered up to a better use, toward upping your game rather than battling yourself? The truth is, some people get comfortable in their discomfort and will keep using a model they know won't work because it hasn't worked. And let me tell you, it won't suddenly work the million and first time you try the exact same thing. Something needs to be adjusted. Otherwise, we're going to stay in cycles of confusion and frustration until we're willing to accept what is. So, what's your situation? What's your story? 
Think about it as we get into the three building blocks and how they operate. The first building block is your mind. Now, the mind is a powerful thing. It controls everything. It was designed to work on us and our issues even when we're not aware it's doing its thing in the background. And whatever it focuses on, it magnifies as it tries to solve, usually from a position of protection, which means it's looking for what's not working and what's wrong rather than what is working and what's right. And this is meaningful because science has shown that focusing on the negative puts us in a downward spiral and in a direction we usually don't want to go. Certainly not the direction we set out to travel toward our goals. And in order to get back on the path, we need to retrain our minds to work for us rather than against us as it solves our issues. The way to accomplish that is to first reconnect with self and shift perspective to create healthy relationships with self, others, food, and exercise. The second building block is the body. This is the area we spend most of our time trying to change. Let's be honest. All of our efforts are singularly focused on trying to make adjustments to get our bodies in the shape we desire. It's the thing traditional and trendy models of fitness focus on also. How to manipulate things to get to some ideal that usually isn't really what we need as individuals. I mean, what good is it if you can bench 300 pounds but can't walk up a flight of stairs without pain? Or you look fantastic in that outfit or suit, but you can't play with your kids without running out of energy and you can't fall or stay asleep to save your life. Or everything looks great on the outside, but you feel run down and your blood pressure is through the roof. The issue is, we don't always go about working on our bodies in the best way. And that's evidenced by the number of people who are actively and continually struggling with getting and staying fit and healthy. One key is to understand that for the body to move with ease doing the things it does for us automatically, like breathing, yeah, sometimes your ability to breathe well is rooted on your body's inability to move the way it needs to if posture and muscle function is off. And to allow for gains in strength, stability, and stamina, we need to first ensure the body's moving and functioning in a way it was designed to do. Many people attempt to apply training protocols to a body that's not moving properly. This is a recipe for eventual pain and injury. So the first thing we want to do is restore optimal posture, movement, and function before beginning intense training. And the last building block is the spirit. Now, this is the place many people raise an eyebrow or two eyebrows. <laughs> what has the spirit got to do with fitness? Well, think about it. When is the last time something big happened and you couldn't dig any deeper within yourself and you needed help from someone or something else? When life is toughest, we need more than ourselves to get through it. None of us do it alone. We weren't designed to work in isolation and we don't maximize our potential all by ourselves. Our greatest rewards and achievements come in, around, and with the collaboration and support of community. In fact, one of the first things a therapist will suggest to help combat depression is to help someone or something else, to place your energies on giving and gratitude. There is science to support the fact that people feel most at peace and fulfilled when they operate from a place of gratitude and service to others. And when we're at peace and fulfilled, 
life feels more effortless, our time easier to manage, and routines easier to maintain. So the goal in this block is to replenish your spirit by relating and connecting to something bigger. Over the next few weeks, we will dive into each of the building blocks, unpack them, and learn how to improve these areas to help improve your ability to create habits that further your fitness goals rather than hinder them. If you want to hear more, and if you want to reconnect to self, increase energy, fulfill fitness potential, and restore the athlete within, then please subscribe and get ready for the ride. Until next time, this is Sin at Sass Factor Fitness reminding you to mind your matters.